Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Taliban is days away from taking our embassy in Kabul, Afghanistan. Our economy is inflation plagued. No one believes the CDC has a handle on the COVID variants. Our Homeland Security Secretary thinks our southern border is unsustainable. Just how big a disaster is the Biden administration? I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. It's time now for One More Thing. Uh, one More Thing, sir. With Sandy Shack. But we've got one more thing. She's always got that extra something. Wow. Beauty, brains, and a complete psycho. My dream girl. On AM 680, WRKO. is the number here, 617-266-6868. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being very, 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 very bad, to 10, which would be, you know, good job, nicely done. How would you rate President Biden? Where in that scale would you rate him? In the first hour, we were talking about how, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, the Biden administration has botched the economy and has landed us in an upward spiraling inflation hell. Um, And Afghanistan, from what I can see, is the next big bleep up uh, that really came home to roost this week. And the president, and the reason why it's his, let's just go back to me. So President Trump wanted to withdraw the troops, but he had a plan. And it was a condition-based plan, meaning if the if the Taliban didn't do what they were supposed to do and stay away, then they were going to get the bleep kicked out of them. So then comes along, President Biden goes, screw that, pulls the plug, accelerates the withdrawal, doesn't give anybody time to do anything. And now, and now what we're looking at is our embassy being overrun, Americans possibly being killed, the Taliban taking over all Afghanistan. And just last month, less than 30 days ago, uh, President Biden completely denied that any of this could happen. Cut 28 again, please, David. The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. It's highly unlikely. And less than a month later, here we are. And he said, no, no. Also, same time, we're not going to have a Saigon situation where people are having to be airlifted from the roof. Cut 28A. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... None whatsoever. Zero. What you had is you had entire brigades breaking through the gates of our embassy. Six, if I'm not mistaken. The Taliban is not the the North Vietnamese army. They're not not remotely comparable in terms of capability. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy of the United States from Afghanistan. It is not at all comparable. 
It's not at all comparable. They don't have the capability. Well, I got news for you. And during the news, we discovered that the the amount of uh, troops we were going to send, we were sending 3,000 troops to help pull our people out. Now it's 5,000 troops are heading in to pull our people out. And they're sending helicopters to, yes, airlift people out of Kabul. Does that not sound like Saigon to you? But no, 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 no. The president says that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen at all. I, I, uh, the level of incompetence here is just mind boggling to me. It's overwhelming to me. And it's not just, um, and it's not just the fact that, you know, there are Americans in trouble. There are Americans that need to be rescued. It's the fact that you are allowing the Taliban to grow exponentially, to give them a massive base from which they can attack the rest of the world. So it's not just the Americans who are in Afghanistan. It's the Americans here, if you remember, on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, which is fast approaching. It's you know people in London which have suffered these kind of terrorist attacks. It's the people in France. It's the people everywhere who have dealt with this. They, President Biden has allowed the Taliban to plant itself, take over a country yet again and grow. He's put the entire world in danger. And the entire world in danger. Do you think that not, maybe he's right. Maybe you can't compare this to Saigon. Maybe it's worse than Saigon. Maybe this is probably the worst foreign foreign uh, diplomacy decision I have or foreign um, intelligence decision I have ever, ever seen in my entire life. And we shouldn't be surprised, I guess, that this happened uh, because it's it's happened before. This exact same thing has happened before. The U.S., this what what the president is doing now in this sudden um withdrawal from Afghanistan is identical to how the U.S. pulled out from Iraq in 2011. And that was when ISIS began its, its you know, um, march, its blitzkrieg that almost toppled Baghdad at the time. And who was behind that decision in 2011? Would it surprise you to know that it was Joe Biden, Vice President Joe Biden, who I guess learn nothing from the experience. His learning curve seems to be completely fat, a flat. I mean, President Obama ended up sending troops back, which bailed Vice President Biden out. But that doesn't seem to have stopped President Biden from doing the same thing again now in Afghanistan. ISIS follows a blueprint. And it's not just, you know, the full court press the topples capitals that we're seeing um, around Afghanistan. It's in, it's in who they are letting loose and who they are getting their, uh, their people from their troops, from their supporters, from the Taliban has been attacking prisons and releasing inmates within those countries. Those people go on to join the Taliban and fight with them, which gives them a massive source for recruits. And it's, it's the thing about it is those people are criminals. And in a lot of cases, they're akin to animals. They do things like shoot people in the face. They push homosexuals off of roofs for just being who they are. 
They, they behead people on television. These are the people that are attacking Kabul and these other uh, capitals and are taking over Afghanistan. And this administration thinks that we can reason with them and diplomacy because that's what they thought they could do in 2011. He is repeating what he did in 2011, which, which was uh, loosing them on the world. And he's doing it again. How would you rate what he's doing in Afghanistan? How would you fold this into everything you know about Joe Biden, what he's done so far? Are you proud of what he's done? Or is this one of the major turning points in world history that is going to wreak havoc on a lot of very innocent people? Kevin in Brockton, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Kevin? Oh, good, Sandy. Um, I'm just going to say, I mean, you know, I I was in a service and um, you learned, you know, I mean, through history, if you're about to be overrun, you're going to leave nothing for the enemy so they can use it against you. They've been doing that, though. Have you seen all the equipment we've left behind the Taliban now has? Exactly. What I'm saying is, you know, before this, the Taliban was driving around in a 1968 Datsun, which they don't make anymore. Yeah. Now they're driving around in our Humvees, armored Humvees. Yeah, that are ours. So these Those are our equipment. Troops. We've abandoned Air Force bases full of equipment. Those things should have been destroyed. If we can't take them with us, you got to destroy them. So they can't use it against you. Now, whose fault is that? Is that that clown, that four-star clown, Millie? I don't know the answer to I that. Mean, he's a he's a complete disaster. When I watched him being a former soldier, when I watched him walk across the street with uh, uh, President Trump going to that church yeah. that was burnt, yeah, and he was in his fatigues, I'm looking at him going, "Who is that shot, fat little slob with a four-star hat on?" He looks like a penguin walking across there. All right, Kevin, Kevin, I just want to say something to you. And I understand, I feel your, your anger and so forth. But to me, you know, sinking to the level of attacking somebody's physical capable, you know, physical appearance is not worthy of you. There's enough that he's done on an intellectual level or a policy level for you to attack without going after somebody's personal appearance. Seriously. It just makes you sound small. So go after Millie, but don't make fun of what he looks like. That's just, that's just not worthy of you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, you know what, Sandy? What's worthy of me is you have to have a PT test. Every soldier has to go through a PT test. That guy could not pass a PT test. He couldn't do it. A PT test is what, Kevin? Physical training test. Physical training. Okay. Well, that's go, that's fine. Say, I don't think he could pass a, a PT test. That's not the same thing as, as making, you know, calling somebody fat or making fun of their stature. I just don't do that. I just don't think there's any reason to do that, Kevin. You have enough ammunition to go after him 
on what his policies are and you know what his what his orders are without thinking to that level is all I'm saying. Well, I don't think it's called sinking to a level, Sandy. Okay. As a well, soldier, we can agree to disagree. Any test that I went That's through. fine. I don't have a problem with you saying that. That's different than calling somebody a fat penguin. That's absolutely, they're two completely different things. I appreciate the call, Kevin, very much. And to your point, I don't know whether um, it's Millie who's made these decisions or whether President Biden hasn't given the military enough time um, to withdraw the way they should and take care of the equipment the way they should. I don't know whose fault it is. Maybe it's Millie's, maybe it's the president's, maybe it's somebody's else. I don't know. Um, but I think it's a really good point that you raise. Gene from Arlington. Oh, I'm sorry, Gene. I'm going to hold you there because we need to take a break. The number here is 617-266-6868. The text number is 70470. Hang on the line if you're there. We do have a line open. The number, again, is 617-266-6868. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight is the number here. I'm Sandy Shack. This is one more thing. President Biden's horrific policies are in full display this week. One of the most atrocious examples of his poor judgment is what is happening in Afghanistan. The t- Taliban is about to uh, have complete control of the country. Um, right up to including Kabul, where our embassy is, um, less than a month after the president said this. The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Really? It's less than 30 days later, not even 30 days later. And they're they're basically in control of 90% of the country. The last 10% is about to fall within, I would say, the next week. You know, now we're sending 5,000 soldiers that's upped from 3,000 yesterday to 5,000 today uh, to get our people out. Huh. But but Afghanistan's not going to go under Taliban control. Won't, not going to happen. The text line is 70470. Let's see, on uh, 617 says, don't forget all the terrorists Obama let loose from Guantanamo or swapped for Bergdahl. Are they over there fighting now? I would not be surprised if, that, if they were over there fighting now. I would, where else would they be? I don't know for sure, but common sense tells you. How would you rate the president's foreign affairs experience here with what you see what's happening in Afghanistan? How do you rate the job he's doing as president, period? Gene in Arlington, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Gene? Hi, I can't even tell you how I rate it. Um, (laughs) No, I, I, well, I mean, first of all, when he said a couple of months ago that all the troops would be back, we'll pull them out on September 11th. That was the most despicable thing he could have ever said. He used September 11th. Yeah. Like nobody would understand the significance of that. Why did he choose that date? Yeah. That that talk he about did. poor judgment. Talk about bleep oh, poor, poor judgment. judgment. Yeah. 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 And 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 if this covid is so bad, why are we letting these people cross the border without it? I'm sick and tired of hearing that masks work. They only protect the person wearing it. Yeah. Not, you know, yeah. I, I just no. he's doing he's doing a god awful job. And I'm sick of his little 
outings and never being in the White House and not even knowing how to get in the White House when the Secret oh, that was Service funny. shows him the way. That was funny. I mean, did you, did you yeah, see it's, that? It's, did you yes, see, for I those did. for those it's, who didn't see the video, this was President Biden when he was returning after his lo- last long weekend, which was the weekend before, and he was um, the, the Secret Service guy is leading the way, turns and points yeah. to the walkway for the president, say, "Right here, Mr. President." And as soon as he, the president gets right up to where the path is, the Secret Service man goes around to where he's supposed to go, and the president just keeps following the Secret Service agent through the bushes. And the second it, it, secret it, serviceman behind him is looking around going, is anybody else seeing this? I mean, it's just, it yeah. was just bizarre. It's pathetic. Yeah. It's yeah. pathetic that we call him the president of the United States. He has done nothing except destroy us since he took office. And that's all I have to say. Well, you know, you know that, Sandy. I mean. No, I agree with really. you. Picking September 11th was a shocking case of bad judgment. That was very shocking. shocking. Yeah. I agree yeah, with you. It thank, was. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much for the call, Jean. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was I was completely blown away by that. Thank heaven, somebody I don't know who it was said, Psst, "We can't do this. You, you gotta you can't do it on that day. You just can't do that on that day." But given the fact that that it's this this um, plug pulling that the president has done that has created this chaos in Afghanistan that has allowed the Taliban to re-entrench themselves. Um, And I think what's happening in Kabul is we could basically just call Saigon 2.0. It's going to be as bad, um, if not worse, than what happened in Vietnam. If you've seen the pictures, I was showing a friend of mine pictures who had never seen them before of of people fleeing uh, the the embassy in Saigon and the hundreds of people's people climbing the fences and throwing themselves, women throwing babies at people to get them out, um, saying, please take, I'll stay, but please take my child. Um, It was heartbreaking and, you know, trying to get and trying to get families out. And that's what's happening now in, in Kabul. And for, for our government to plead to terrorists, please, you know, please don't, don't hurt our embassy people. You've got to be crazy. These people are, are, are savages. They really are. I'm not saying, you know, that intellectually they're not capable of understanding what they're doing. I don't mean savages that are blind savagery. I mean, they've made an intellectual decision to be, to be violent. That's what I'm calling a, a savage. And why are we facing this disaster? Maybe it has something to do with the fact that this administration underestimated the enemy. You heard the president didn't even acknowledge the possibility that this could happen a month ago. And do you remember, and a texter points this out too, do you remember President Obama referring to the Taliban as the JV team? They seem to not think, understand who they are dealing with. And that's that's true, not just for President Obama's administration, of which President uh, Biden was a member of as vice president. But this administration seems to think that that the big threat that the Taliban is going to respond to is that um, is that the rest of the world won't think nicely of them. They're not going to like them anymore. That should stop them. If you don't believe me, I want you to listen to this. This is White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. And this is how she assessed how they're going to deal with the Taliban. Cut 27, please, David. The Taliban also has to make an assessment about what they want their role to be in the international community. The Taliban has to assess what their role is going to be in the international community. 
Wow. These are people that set other people on fire. You know, they burn women alive if they try to leave the house not properly dressed. You know, they I, I mentioned this before. They behead people, including Americans, live on TV. And Jen Psaki and the Biden administration and President Biden think that if we go, we're not going to like you anymore, they'll stop doing that. They think that the Taliban is concerned about their position in the world. Wow. This is why we are in this mess in Afghanistan. They have absolutely no comprehension of who they're dealing with. I think part of that problem is this implacable arrogance that they have, that what they say goes and how can anybody disagree with them and the way they want the world to be is the way it is. And it's not true. It's just not true. They have set up our people, put our people in harm's way in Afghanistan. They have put the rest of the world in harm's way by allowing the Taliban to take over Afghanistan again and gain not just a foothold, but gain a massive launching pad from which to attack the rest of us. This is completely and utterly at the feet of Joe Biden. Wayne from Brockton, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Wayne? Hey, Sandy, good. How are you? I'm fine, sir. What's up? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know, all week long, I'm addicted to talk radio and news TV and just to inform myself. And so many times I say, stop. What is this doing? How is this adding to your life? And I'll take a break for about 20 minutes. (laughs) And, you know, the weekend, it's like, give it a break, give it a break. But I listen to you every week. Oh, thank you, Wayne. That's so nice. I appreciate that. Um, What kills me uh, as in full disclosure, being a pretty far-right, conservative, informed person, is that, and I mean, all during the Trump administration, the mission of the Democrats to bring him down for their uh, ultimate goal to just amass power, power. Now it's like, I don't trust anything they say. If it's about the economy, about Afghanistan, about COVID. And again, I'm sure I'm one of millions, but, you know, it's like watching an action movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger where it's like, wait a minute, he's climbing a mountain. How did they know that he's there? I mean, it's always 
everything that the Democrats say or do, including all of our representatives around here, you just know that their motive is power. Is it lies? Is it deceptions? I trust no one. And it's just sad to see our country in six months after Biden's inauguration to just be going down the toilet. And it really hurts. Yeah, it does really hurt. Um, I, I don't disagree with that, Wayne. It does really hurt. And it's and all we can do and all you can do or I can do at the moment is to call to everybody who you talk to, call to their attention what's going on, because you can't trust necessarily any news outlets unless you do the research yourself and see who's telling the truth and who isn't telling the truth. And when it comes to Afghanistan, Wayne, even CNN is turning on President Biden. And so if, if they're turning against him, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, you see these bits and pieces where the mainstream media is getting a little brazen, but still I just, in my, in my soul, I have no confidence in anything. I mean, all we can pray for is to take back Congress in next year. Yeah. But again, you know that, and uh, let's just, after seven o'clock, you go searching for a bottle of wine on sale, and that'll make the weekend. <laughs> I, I I'm going to give you a recommendation of Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's has <laughs> has uh, some good wine, I think, for reasonable prices. I think you'll find you think you'll find something good there. Um, I I agree with you, Wayne. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Um, it this is this is scary stuff. What the Biden administration is doing here is scary stuff. I, I personally think that President Biden is directly the author of this disaster in Afghanistan. You may disagree with me. You may think, you know, it's not his fault. What's happening? Um, you know, he has no control over what is happening. I disagree. And I gave you some of the reasons why I think he's in charge um, or his policies are to blame for what's happening. And the problem is he's not just putting the people in the embassy in danger. He's not just putting people in Afghanistan in danger. He's putting all of us in danger. And by all of us, I mean everybody else in the world. It's not just here in the U.S. It's everybody, everywhere that the Taliban hates. And they hate everybody who's not a member of their caliphate. They hate everybody. So his disaster is the world's disaster. And if I were to rate him on a scale of one to 10, based on Afghanistan alone, he would be, you know, a one or below. But if you take into account some of the other issues that have been going on, it gets even, you know, I'm not even sure we can break to the one level. I want to know how you rate President Biden. And do you think I'm being too harsh when I put the disaster that's unfolding in Afghanistan at his feet. 617-266-6868 is the number here. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. We're going to have to have that debate. Uh, and we're going to have to ask, you know, how did we misread the intelligence? How did we not see this coming? How did we not see this coming? That was Congressman Jason Crow. He's a Democrat from Colorado's 6th District. And he's a Biden acolyte, by the way. The answer is we did see it coming. 617-266-6868 is the number here. This is Sandy Shack. This is one more thing. Uh, the president, everybody knew. Everybody knew that this is what was going to happen. It was pointed out to him by every, even even other Democrats said, uh, is this really a good idea doing it this fast? But the president had to do it anyway. And his bad judgment, um, unfortunately, will have consequences, not just for the people, the poor people at the embassy, the poor Af- 
Afghanis who helped us, who are left behind, but for all of us, because he is allowing the Taliban uh, to basically develop a massive uh, stronghold in Afghanistan. And he's done this by allowing the withdrawal too fast. And this is not the first time he has made this kind of mistake. He was told in 2011 it was a bad policy, too. And I discussed this a little bit earlier. But, you know, this is what the U.S. did in Iraq in 2011. It pulled out way too fast. And that allowed ISIS uh, to gain a massive foothold in Iraq and almost take over Baghdad. That was Joe Biden who did that. And and President Obama was forced to send troops back because of that. He's doing the exact same thing here. The exact, he learned nothing from 2011, absolutely nothing. And as a result, we're now having to send 5,000 more troops back to Afghanistan while we are withdrawing the rest of our troops to meet our August 31st deadline. This is President Biden's judgment, foreign affairs judgment. Aren't you proud? Jeff from Malden, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Jeff? I'm good, thank you. So how would you rate uh, this love, decision? Love, love, love the show. Love whenever you fill in for other hosts on other shows. Oh, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. So yeah. do, you, do you agree with me that President Biden is the author of this disaster and he's put us all in danger, or am I overstating it? No, you're not overstating. Uh, I, I have one slight disagreement with you. Okay. you. You call his judgment botched. Yeah. I don't I don't believe it's botched. I I feel like this is extremely intentional you think he uh, wants he afghanistan to be overrun and the taliban to get a massive foothold i think so wow uh, day number one of the presidency what did he do what was his first action it was to shut down the keystone pipeline yeah it was it was the first step in killing our energy independence yeah and now what did he do he also he also gave a three to four to five month head notice to the Taliban to say, oh, this is when we're pulling out. He basically was telling them, this is the point when you guys should gear up. I think the intention was to allow the Taliban to cause catastrophic crisis in the Mideast. Mm-hmm. He made his pathetic, you know, um, reach out to OPEC that, oh, the oil prices, the oil prices. But I think they want crisis in the Middle East to turn around and say, do you see, American people? This is why we have to do the new Green Deal, because oil is just too caustic. It's too, uh, there's too many issues with it. I, I feel like it's a way to strengthen their cause on the Green New Deal here in the United States is to cause catastrophe in the Middle East at the same time taking away our energy independence. Hmm. Well, I, I, I don't I don't see any flaws in your reasoning. I think that that's I think that could be part. I mean, we don't we, we won't know for sure for a while, but I think that that's not an unreasonable uh, train of thought, to be honest with you there, Jeff. I think, I, I think, yeah. um, you know, there are a lot of issues we could do on the, maybe we'll do that next week on the Green New Deal, just because 
you know, in order to meet the Paris Accord, we are um, distru- we have a lot of problems. You know, our power grid isn't big enough to absorb all the new battery-powered cars. We can't produce the lithium batteries without destroying the environment in order to save the environment. Um, there's a lot of issues with all of that stuff. I hadn't thought about creating, um, you know, a Taliban caliphate uh, in order to, uh, in regard to the Green New Deal. Um, I, I guess think, what I'm saying is yeah. they're causing, term, they're causing yeah. turmoil on purpose, I guess is what I'm saying. I do. I understand that. And I don't think that that's an unreasonable assumption on your part. I do think that my personal opinion, and I'll have to think about what you said you know, at, at a greater length. My personal opinion is that uh, they didn't intend to create uh, this this horrific monster that they're creating in Afghanistan. But through their own arrogance, they did because Joe Biden can't conceive of the fact that he's wrong. Remember how he keeps telling people they're stupid and he's smarter than everybody. And even though he made this exact same mistake, this exact same mistake in 2011, he, his mind can't conceive that he's ever made a mistake. And so therefore mm-hmm. he's just going to, it's, it's like, he's like uh, Groundhog's Day. He's going to do the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and this was one of the reasons why I didn't vote for him. Uh, but I think enough people uh, voted against Trump as opposed to voting for Biden that we are now in this pickle. And I think a lot of people have to start, stop voting um, as they are told to do by primetime media and actually look at what people do and actually look at their records before committing themselves to a vote and stop, you know, drinking Kool-Aid and making thoughtless votes, which is how we got into the position that we're in right now. Um, but uh, agreed people, people need to educate themselves. They do. They do. And, and I think that one of the ways we can start helping with that process is to point out things like this. I mean, say, you know, you can't believe necessarily what the president is telling you when he tells you that the reason why you're paying more at the gas pump is because oil companies are ripping you off and OPEC is bad. No, the reason why you're paying more at the gas pump is because the president, as you pointed out, made us less sufficient in regard to oil and gas and killed our pipelines so that, you know, we we had no choice but to buy oil and gas from somebody other than our own country. And they can control the prices. We don't have anything to do with them. I think when the president tells people big farms are the reason why you're paying more at the grocery store, which is a bold-faced lie, then they have to look and say, well, no, maybe the reason why we're paying more is because you have subsidized the destruction of crops and therefore have helped with creating fewer goods with more money and you've poured money into the system. So you have created the inflation and you're not fixing it. Um, And so, I mean, these are the things you have to remember and realize and convey to people like what's happening in Afghanistan is not because we are withdrawing troops. It's how we are withdrawing troops and with no and with no um, commensurate negotiation ahead of time, the way President Trump had, which was basically a cause and effect type of deal, meaning if you don't do what we say, we're going to bomb the crap out of you. Are we're going to respond there's militarily? No logical, there's no logical strategy to it. There isn't, but I mean to let people know and not buy into the story that this, like, we're about to hear. I'm sure this is Trump's fault. He wanted to. I heard this the other day from somebody. Well, President Trump wanted to withdraw. I said, yes, he did. I'm not saying I agreed or disagreed with that, but what I'm saying is he had a plan in place over a gradual amount of time that allowed the Afghani's more time to train to get used to 
descent, you know, to defending themselves and to dealing with things. And we were also had a deal in place and a warning to the Taliban what we were going to do if they crossed certain lines that all went away with President Biden. He yanked all of that. So it was more like we're leaving by. And that is why we're in the position that we're in. And it's the same position we were in in 2011. He did the exact same, literally the exact same thing. Changes nothing. The only difference was he was vice president then and Obama let him do it. And then Obama had to go in and clean up the mess. In this case, he's have, we're having to, we're, we're sending 5,000. It was 3,000 on Friday. Now it's 5,000 troops are going in, Jeff. So the only thing we can do is let people know the holy mess that he is putting people in. And it's not just us. He's putting the entire world in this mess when he does things as big as Afghanistan. Thank you for the call, Jeff. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you listening. Uh, We're going to take a break. The number here is 617-266-6868. The text number is 70470. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight is the number here. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. This is Sandy Shack. This is one more thing. President Biden had a horrific week. The inflation reports are bad. The Taliban is doing the opposite of what he guaranteed they would do. Namely, they are completely taking over Afghanistan. Oh, my heavens, you know, and I didn't even have a chance to talk about, you know, the other issues that that came out this week, like the crumbling credibility of the CDC in regard to vaccines. Uh, Secretary Mayorkas was caught uh, this week talking to the to the Border Patrol, telling them that the situation on our southern border was unsustainable. In other words, it's about to fall apart. Our border is about to fall apart. Um, Or the fact that his son was caught with a hooker on video uh, talking about how Russians had his computer and had enough to blackmail him and or the president of the United States. All of this put together, you know, is President Biden putting us in danger? I guess is the question. Jeff from Peabody. Welcome to WRKO. How are you, Jeff? Good, Sandy. Just so you know. Uh, uh, TV or radio, you, you're the only thing in my phone that I have a reminder set for. So, oh, thank you, Jeff. You do a great job. Thank you, sir. Um, I just, in the past, since I've been on hold, I've kind of been flipping through the news a little bit, local and the yeah. main crap media. And the only thing I saw, CNN may be coming around a little bit. I don't I don't know. I don't. But I, when I flip around, all I saw was COVID on the local stations and a couple local stories and Fauci on, uh, on uh, pr- pretty much every of the mainstream media. I didn't see anything that had anything to do with Biden. And I flipped around a few times. If any of this was happening with Trump, you would see uh, you know, a loop of people being airlifted off embassies on every television network 24 hours a day. That's all you'd see. That he messed point. this up and now look what we're doing. Yeah. And, and, and I, get, I get sick of hearing it and I get sick of saying it, but it should be, it should be in the dictionary. What if it were Trump? You know, that, that's a, you would, it would be totally different. It would be totally different, but it, it's just... You know what you're reminding me of, Jeff? And that is, do you remember during the presidential campaign against Hillary Clinton, how she was talking about Donald Trump is going to kill us. He's going to kill us all. Yeah. Um, which, yep. you know, never, nothing even remotely akin to that ever occurred. But here we have President Biden handing the Taliban a massive launching pad 
from which they can attack right. the rest of the world. And in this particular case, yep. I think I'll be honest with you. And I'm, you know, you know, if you listen to me, that I'm not one to make rash statements. I'm, I'm very. I come from a place of ration, rational, you know, You're very thought. Nervous. Yeah, I try to, you know, be, to look at everything from both sides. I honestly think that people are going to die now because the Taliban will have this huge place from which they can operate. And there will be people who are now going to, whether they be in this country or another country, there are people who are going to die now because of what President Biden has done. And he is, in fact, going to be killing people. Well, and, and now that you, well, you're not wrong at all. You're absolutely 100% right because now that they have more power, where are these groups? Where's the LGBTQ groups? Where's the, um, where's the feminism groups? Where's, the, where, where's these groups? Because these people, the Taliban, like you said a number of times, they kill people. They throw homosexuals off roofs. Yeah. Women are second-class citizens. Where are these groups in this country that hate this country and tell us that we're so bad yeah. all the time? It's the worst country. We're a racist. Yeah. Where are they about that country that we're giving more power to right now? We're giving more power. We're giving them a country, and like a previous caller said, our own equipment, Humvees, hospitals, schools, barracks, yeah. um, you know, all this stuff. We're giving them everything, leaving it all behind so they can use it, so they can be more comfortable and get in more power and kill. I don't know which way to put it, a better way to put it. Kill more women and kill more homosexuals. Where yeah, are these groups? I, and so and it's not just the people in Afghanistan, Jeff. It's, you know, they, they have a far reach. They can kill people in France. They can kill people in Germany. They can yeah. kill people in England. They can yep. kill people they here. Just have to put out the word. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Thank you so much for the call, Jeff. I appreciate it. I would disagree with one thing. They don't treat women like second-class citizens. They treat them like cattle. They're basically farm animals is how they teach, how they treat women. Ed from Stoughton, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Ed? Hi, Danny, best show ever. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that very, very much. Yeah. So am I overstating it when I say that President Biden's going to be responsible for killing people after after what he's doing in Afghanistan? Absolutely, absolutely, 100% right. And I give Biden a minus five. How's that? Oh, that's right and straight to the point, Ed. Nicely done. Everything he says is 180 degrees out of phase. It is, isn't it? You know, I couldn't believe uh, yeah, it when he was doing day. his economic thing and he's going, and the numbers are, I'm like, I just looked at the, I just looked at the labor report, just looked at it myself. And I'm like, the COVID, I, I can't even, my head just started to, to explode. He can't even put his shirt right. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, true enough, Ed, true enough. Well, I appreciate the call. I got to hold you there because we're up against it. Uh, thank you, everybody who calls. Uh, we will be back next Saturday. Five to seven on Saturday evenings. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, there's so much that I didn't get a chance to mention today that we'll just have to hopefully talk uh, next week about it. I really want to get into the immigration thing with Secretary Mayorkas saying our border is unsustainable. When he was asked about it later, he denied it. But there is a video and an audio of him saying exactly that. And we didn't even touch that tonight. There's so much we need to talk about. But thank you, everybody, for joining me. We will be back on Saturday. 617-266-6868. Put it in your phone so you can dial automatically. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.